Okay, Rabbi, so we're holding here the Hashlishi. In Perachamishi now, we're up to the third, the third type of distinction between the Baal Biteach and the one who sadly does not have Bitochen. So the Hashlishi, the third is, Ya Balakim, someone who trusts Hashem, Vim Yisazik Basibais, even though he certainly puts in his effort into the means of earning a livelihood, this is a very, very hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do because, first of all, the way of the world is so against it. So this whole attitude is really swimming against the current of everything that we're used to and everything that they indoctrinate us with and educate people with. You have to work hard and you'll succeed and if if at first you uh, if you don't uh, if at first you fail try try again all of these types of ideas that it's up to us we have to put it in effort and then it'll come to fruition and he the of is saying that's not should not should be the attitude so number one the whole world is screaming the opposite number two that Hashem expects us to be involved in something yet don't be so invested in it, so connected to it, that you feel this is what's bringing the success. Now, the Mashkiach Zogazunzai brought such a marvelous analogy and a way to look at it. And we'll see if we can use that to help us understand this concept that Chavazov is saying. So someone who's by Tab Hashem, even though he's involved in the means of earning a livelihood, lo he doesn't really put his whole heart in believing that's what's going to bring him success. And therefore, he doesn't hope in that this particular business, this particular investment, this particular deal, these particular people are going to bring him either success or harm. Me built the Only if Hashem wants it. If Hashem wants it, then I'll get my parnasa through these people. If Hashem doesn't want it, even though the deal looks great, I still won't get it. They don't invest too much into the actual means of it, but rather they understand it's the Ratsanakil. Ahmis Asik live They certainly get involved in it because they choose to do Avaidas Hashem, which is the right thing to do, Hashem told us, Hashem commanded us to be involved in the world, be involved in the world to earn a living. And if a person does see success from that, or it keeps away things that he doesn't want, to have come from this, who should he thank? He should thank Hashem and Hashem alone. And the Baal Bittachin knows that the reason why he was successful, not because he decided to go into this business, and not because he was so uh, so good with the customers, it, obviously he has to put in his regular shtadlis, he can't expect to, to, uh, to act improper, and then yet Hashem is going to miraculously make him successful. Fine. But the, the ultimately, who gets the thanks? The thanks only goes Yoida Alekim Lavadoi Alza. Don't love the business so much. 
And don't be so complacent with saying, this is what's bringing me success. A person should always strengthen his trust in Hashem. And to always rely and take security in Him, in Hashem, and not in the means. So let me tell you the analogy. It happens to be it's a, it's a timely matter. Coming up to Zmansim Chaseinu in another week or so, the Yom Tov of Sukkis. In the Yom Tov of Sukkis, we have a special mitzvah. The first day on a normal year, it's not on Shabbos, it's the Raisa. After that, it's the Takon of Rabbi Yechelem and Zakai to take it every single day as a Zechel Amigdosh to take the Dalad Minim, the Lulav, the Esrei, with the Hadassim, the Aravis, and we shake them. Now, we may not understand exactly what we're doing forward and backward and to the right, to the left, up and down, six different directions. But the Gemara tells us in Sukkah, that the reason why we have these very interesting types of na'anuim, the shaking of the luluv, the Gemara says, You bring it away and two it's really what you're doing with that movement of the luluv is to ward off bad winds that can come in the upcoming months. Malo you bring it up and down in order to prevent undesirable dew that could come down and ruin the crops and ruin all the person's hard work. So there's a lot of significance to shaking a little of an esri, right? But we know that it's a mitzvah. So even though there's something we're trying to accomplish through the shaking of the lulav, what if a person shakes the lulav and he has kavana, like the Gemara says, he thinks about it, he wants to make sure that there shouldn't be bad winds, he shouldn't have the dew which is not good, and lo and behold, it didn't help. We still had strong winds that ruined the crop. We still had bad dew. So would a person for a moment think, you know what, I'm not going to take the little of an esrig anymore. I see it didn't give me success. I see it didn't work. Of course not. We we understand that the doing of the mitzvah, the performance of the mitzvah, is not really connected in a direct way to the outcome of it. Hashem says, you take the little of an esrig and you shake it forward and backward, up and down, right and left. And through that, Hashem says, then I will then take care of the winds and the dew to make sure that bad ones don't come. We understand that there's no connection between our shaking a lulav and whether there's going to be bad winds, but this is what Hashem said to do. Hashem says, put in your investment of time, and with that, I will be able to take away the bad winds. The same goes with every investment of time and effort into a business, into our livelihood. Hashem says, be involved in it. Get involved in the normal way to do it. And then, that's it. You've done what you have to. You've shaken your lulav and esrig. After that, put it down, back in the box, and sit back. Whether it's going to be successful, that is entirely up to the Eivishter. person would never think, well, I put in so much time, but why, didn't it, why wasn't it successful? Maybe I should stop. Maybe I should change something else. No, you don't change to a different mitzvah to stop the, the winds and the dew. 
This is what Hashem said to do. So Hashem says, be involved in your parnosa. Be involved in this. is not only parnosa, it really expands to every area. Hashem says, you put in your effort of what you can do. You put in your effort the best to do the best job that you can, to take care of the people that are under your charge. And then once you do that, you fulfilled your mitzvah. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will say, okay, now I will come in and decide what will work, how much will work, when it will work. Nothing to do with the effort that's put in. And for that reason, a person wouldn't put so much of his life, he wouldn't put his confidence into the actual business that he's involved in. And this is what is bringing him success, because I know that this time, in this environment, this is what works. No, the Baal talking knows that he's only putting in his effort and the outcome is only up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says the Chavaz of Ovis, continues along this thought. And let's say the means that he's attempted didn't bring him success. Yeda, he knows. You know what? I invested in this property. I thought, it's going to make me a bundle. You know, and it didn't. The Babu Tolkien says, Hashem says it's not going to happen from over there. I did my Ishtadlis. I didn't have to, I don't have to do more than that. I did what I had to. And if Hashem sees it, I'll bring it from somewhere else. I'll bring the success from somewhere else. It's whoever he wants to bring it, he can bring it. It's not going to say, ah, shouldn't have invested in these types of things, these types of uh, types of investments. No, he wouldn't do that. And he's not going to say, you know what, I should just stop this, quit this, may do something else. Now, Mashkiach pointed out uh, an obvious point, but it has to be made. You know, obviously, if a person, uh, at one point in time, what he did was uh, he, uh, he made wheels for wagons, you know, with the horse and buggy. You know, at the time when he started, that was the mode of travel, with horse and buggy, Right? And he was, he was doing pretty well, making all those wheels and selling them and putting on wagons. And then uh, Henry Ford came to the scene and uh, eventually people stopped buying horses and their wagons. Certainly not in the numbers they used to because they started driving automobiles. So for the person to say, well, listen, I'm just going to keep to this business because that's what, that's being foolish. That's a clear sign from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that it's time to move into another industry and sort of get with the times but to say that you know i'm selling cars and people drive automobiles and i sell a certain type of car a certain model and then i see my friend i hear about my friend and he sells a different model oh it's a more expensive model and i see he's being very successful so you know this is silly i know why i'm dealing with with the with the model car that i'm dealing with i should go with him because he was that is silly that person is putting putting too much confidence into the business and not to the one who's actually running the business, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that, that difference has to be made. But that's what the Chavos is saying, is saying over here. That even if a person feels he hasn't been successful, he had a few bad days, a few bad weeks, a few bad months, if it's a normal business which could earn a profit and make money, and it does, and you see people do those types of livelihood, and it does work for them, then the Balbi Tochen doesn't say, listen, I better go do something else. If a person likes doing that, that's what he's good at, that's what he enjoys doing, that's what he should be doing. 
whether it will be successful, Takarish Baruch decides it will be successful or not. And that's the difference between the Babi Token and the not Babi Token. As the Chavzovis now finishes off, Asher ain't anybody terrible like him, but someone who doesn't trust Hashem, Miss Asik Basiba is Lebetreni Alem. He gets involved in all of these means because he trusts them. He says, that's what's helping me. That's what's benefiting me. That's what's keeping me out of all trouble that I don't want to have. So when they prove successful, then he praises them. He says, ah, this is the, if I knew it, this is what you're supposed to be involved in. I knew this is the business that's going to work. I chose it. I'm not going to go anything else. This is what's good for me. But when it's not successful, I've got to get out of this business. Terrible. He gets disgusted by it. He has no desire anymore in them. The person has to have his priorities. Again, it's a hard, it's a hard level to get to. Not so much because we don't trust Hashem. We believe in Hashem. We believe He runs everything in, in, in the world. He runs everything in our lives. But there's such a a push against this attitude from the whole world that we live in and everything that we hear and all sorts of of, of advertisements and educational systems that that speak loudly the other way, the opposite. So it becomes very hard. That, and even if it wouldn't have that, even without that, we ourselves know when you get involved in something, you get involved in a project, and you put your whole effort into it, you do start realizing that, wow, you know, this, this has become successful, I see, and you start taking credit for it. And that's the divide. The Balbitokan always keeps in mind, I can't put too much involvement, too much confidence too much of my nefesh and my lave into what I'm doing. It's a mitzvah mishtadel, and a, we use that marshal. A person should look when he goes to work, in terms of the livelihood, when, he, when he's at work, how he deals with people, that, that's a whole different reason why Hashem wants to be involved in that. That's testing our midas, is testing our, giving us nesayinas, for sure. But in terms of the success or not of the business, a person should look at it like shaking a lulav. I'm getting up, I'm going to work now, I'm putting my my Involvement, my effort into earning a livelihood, it's like shaking a lulav and an esrig. I shake the lulav and esrig. What the outcome will be, that the Abishtu will decide. I go to Nakrabo, say, Gemar Chasimah David to all.